0: You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio, and the programme is Local Media This Week, the show where we look at local print media here in County Clare. We'll give our take, and we'll highlight a number of uh, articles and pieces that are in it, and we're particularly, I suppose, looking at items that pertain here to us in North East Clare. We have most of our usual crew here to say, so John S. Kelly, John, you're very welcome. Thank
1: you very much, Jim.
0: Delighted to be here. Pat O'Brien. Pat, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Jim. Now, we're down one man today, Luke. um, David Fleming uh, is unfortunately away this evening, so... Uh, his place is taken by another
1: Fleming. And that's Luke Fleming. Oh Luke, who, you're very welcome. I have
2: to keep up the Tumgrini representation,
0: Jim. Jim, <laughs> it's,
1: exactly. it's a bit of Flamingo today, isn't <laughs> it?
0: <laughs> and uh, we do have a lot of Tumgrini representation. I know we've discussed that yeah. uh, on other shows. There are a lot of people from Tumgrini. There's a great radio community <laughs> from Tumgrini. Yes, yes. Anyway... Uh, We'll have a look at today's papers, and we'll, we'll see, I suppose. We'll start with the wider stories, and Pat, Doolan uh, is featured there on the front page of both the Clare Champion and the Clare Echo.
3: Yeah, It's, it's, it's the leading article in, in, in both papers. Uh, Outrage at removal of coast guard from duty. Doolan unit no longer permitted to respond to emergencies after raft of resignations. Dan Denner has the story there in the, in the front of the, the Clare Champion. And in the, in the second page as well, uh, dual and unit closure can't be and won't be accepted. And bullying and harassment of personal alleged. So they're the, they're the main headings.
1: Uh, now, I mean, there's a big number of volunteers in in the in that organisation, am I that correct?
3: There is, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: and uh, then a smaller number of paid
3: there's 18, 18 volunteers, and, yeah. and six of them resigned.
1: Resigned. Yeah. I mean, what's happening?
0: So is it because of the? Sorry, John. Just to follow, because of the the personnel, the six who resigned, does that mean that the the service isn't in operation now? No, yeah, it's, it's been it's been stood down. It's been stood down. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They have they have 18, but yeah. I think uh, the, the the lead man. Is one of the six that stood down. So that's yeah. my understanding mm-hmm. of it. So, there's obviously deep issues there, and hopefully they can get resolved. But there's a bit of me sort of thinking that there might be a few people higher up the chain are involved in a bit of um, misunderstanding. Well, yeah. we, we could be generous and say <laughs> misunderstanding, but I hope that's I hope that's yeah. what it is. But it yeah. looks as if the people and like it's the people on the ground that know what. To do mm-hmm. yeah. right mm-hmm. you know sometimes we all need guidance from somewhere higher up the chain <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, we're not going to have them sort of dictating to us doing you know doing stuff that sort of isn't realistic or isn't what's needed on the ground yeah. and mm-hmm. like for such a great service and you know that that they provide and we said just you know for the coast, the coast guard in general mm. with the publication of the report you know in relation to the helicopter tra- tragedy okay. a few years ago today it's mm. not a great week for them no, and, no. and hopefully they and, will and, recover and, 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 and,
3: and, and, and uh, the duel and uh, rescue um, uh, people are, are the busiest in the country is that right? Yeah, yeah. well, suppose, unfortunately, you have people that... that yeah, you have that the, jump cliffs, cliffs, the cliffs, yeah. John. Yeah. Cliff yeah. yeah. of, of course, of course. They're the first people that's going to respond. Respond, yeah.
2: Mm. Mm. It's, right. good, it's good to see the councillors sort of all coming out, I think, you know to sort of say, this yeah. needs to get resolved and hopefully get it, so, get it solved soon. You know, mm. so Yeah. It,
0: it does need to get resolved quickly because yeah. obviously there's a, an area which is very busy, as you say, and it's not uh, as covered as well as it could be.
2: no. Mm. No, absolutely not. Okay. Uh, and again, voluntary people, you know, yeah. needs mm. to yeah. that, you know, go to considerable time and, you know, yeah. at their own expense yeah. to, gi- to give service. It mm. needs to be acknowledged mm. and appreciated. Mm.
3: Yeah, the, yes. the, the, sure, if the car comes in, they just leave down tools and in yeah. their gear. Yeah. And, and, into the mm. yep. and there was a new, a new building built there uh, uh, back in 2013. That's uh, right. It was two million That's spent in right. a new building. Yeah. yeah. And we mm-hmm. have and It looks
0: it looks very well, you We know, have a, the, the the same service here on Lock Derg, of course, as well. Yeah, you have to say, I yeah, know yeah. the the Clare Herald uh, and Pat Flynn covers it usually when. Yes, they very when well. This, he yeah. does indeed. Mm. Um, so every week, or very very often, you have you know articles about how mm. the the Coast Guard in Lock Derg was when, called out
1: when when situations like this arise in uh, in public uh, institutions. Okay you know you you feel like the need for a mediation service readily available mm-hmm. at the county level okay, rather than let it reach a stage where you know the hole becomes deeper the anger mm-hmm. festers so we wish them well anyway we and do you know, wish know. them well
0: and hopefully as Luke said that they can resolve it
1: yeah
0: okay uh, something we've never discussed before in this programme Shannon Airport <laughs> 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 and, uh, what's that Jim yeah <laughs> I heard uh, your namesake uh, Mr. Fleming talk about it recently mm,
2: page, um, page, page 5 in, in the champion this week yeah. and would we say good, good news and then um, maybe a bit of acknowledgement from the dubs that um, you know uh, Shannon might be sort of getting back on the grid that rather mm. than sort of you know uh, they controlling everything that they might sort of realise that the, the puppy down in uh, Clare might sort of bite Yes. Uh, Owen Ryan has uh, two articles there on pa- page five of the Champion, and uh, it says now that uh, Dublin Airport does look on Shannon as a competitor. To the Aractus Transport and Communications uh, Committee heard recently from Basil Gagin, the chairperson designate of the DEA mm-hmm. Nice of him to actually admit it,
1: mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but I, of course, I, I, uh,
0: this has been the case for a long, long time. Well, we we haven't. It hasn't been spoken.
1: Well, as well yes. we
0: we have spoken about
1: it uh, yeah. o- over the year.
0: But, but Dublin haven't uh, admitted that, that Shannon is a competitor <clears throat> in the past. Yeah, well, you know, we're uh, all together in this they would have said we are Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. all
2: together as long as it all goes to Dublin <laughs> so <Yes>. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway uh, hopefully a bit of it won't be going to Dublin uh, and we said we alluded to this last week but I said last Thursday week uh, Aer Lingus and United Airlines confirmed plans to run transatlantic flights from Shannon uh, from next March which is great news and Aer Lingus also confirmed that they're going to do three Shannon Heathrow services every day except Saturday when there will be two so, yeah. you're, so you'll be happy with that Pat
3: yeah
1: But Luke, what we're saying now again, and we've said it before, if we want to hold on and see Shannon expand and develop and recover and whatever other word you like to use, then let's use Shannon as our first option if we have to fly out of the country. Oh yeah, well we have to support it, but
2: then at at a national level you don't want to be seeing um, ads in the national papers from Dublin Airport saying fly into Dublin Airport uh, the home of the Ryder Cup.
3: Yeah, and you, they had a full page in, in yeah. the champion Championship you know? a couple of weeks ago there. Where they had a
2: full page advertising Dublin Airport Yeah, in the you know? Cairn Championship. Yeah. As I huh? said, I, you hardly saw that in the local papers up in Dublin advertising no. Shannon. No. No. So, uh, no. you know, that's, that's why competition long may continue, and hopefully, uh, you know, we'll say if they get things, hopefully, you're going to. Recover a little bit, down Shannon. Mm. We wish him the very best. And yeah.
0: uh, and Shannon yeah. is—it's a lovely airport to go through. Oh yeah, you know, and you're in and out in quick time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just just going back, and we had we had we had
3: all these announcements in the last couple of days about um, global warming and all this, and the and the and the and the big conference in in Glasgow. But there's 33 million passengers uh, going through Dublin. Now uh, they're probably going from all sides. It, parts of the country and even from care going up to dublin so uh, like you're, you're generating an awful lot of um, an, an awful lot of uh Emission. emissions when you when you have cars driving to dublin from all over the country
1: yes don't indeed.
2: don't get me started with the green buses coming down from dublin to the cliffs of mother mm-hmm. and having yeah. them back up in dublin by dinner time so <laughs> yes. you know
0: yeah. but i think i think it's something that we almost do that if we are going to go somewhere that as you said John we take Shannon as our first mm-hmm. option mm-hmm. and we look at all the destinations mm-hmm. from Shannon and I mean th- there are quite a few now I mean Ryanair have about oh, 17 15. or 18 yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you have Aer Lingus and one or two others and let's let's try and pick from those mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than go to places you know which are served from from other places okay uh, the data centre has uh, reared its head again I see the the data center is being discussed now at uh, a high level.
1: It, it certainly is, Jim. And I mean the data center. We've talked about it. It's the Ennis Ennis, the, the big one, proposed one mm, yeah. in Ennis. But and we were depending uh, for its, its its progression on uh, a, a reincarnation. Money point, isn't that right? That's right. And wind energy out from, from there, yeah. out from there. Okay, it's marine wind energy. DSB had formed, as we know, but our readers may not be tuned into this. DSB had formed a partnership with Equinor, which is the old Statile uh, state company uh, from Norway, and they, it was to be a joint venture. Uh, to develop, redevelop a uh, money point. What, uh, what do we get on the paper this week? Our own? Barry O'Halloran. Equinor pull out of joint venture with the ESP. Money point? Question mark. Yes. And uh, the explanation which the executives are giving is because of the abysmal position in relation to planning. Uh, planning. Planning in terms of planning uh, with the planning authority. okay. Now, what do you think that in County Clare we were on the verge of a major, major project Touquet has been whipped from under our feet at this point in time all because of regrettable lack of vision on the government, on the departments, the relevant departments and the relevant ministers and I will say this, on the relevant TDs and Senators as well because they have a responsibility. We've been talking about delays in planning notice, in, in issuing of licenses for, for forestry we've mentioned it every second it's month week, nearly yeah. Yeah. we're no nearer solving it. So lads, if you're listening to us out there those who represent uh, our county and our, our, our area, if you're listening to us, take a look at the practicals, the things that that we have lost as a result of inefficiency.
0: Is, is that there is no planning structure no is that the problem
1: and, and Luke yeah, uh, I,
0: I well if
2: anybody was listening to uh, me ranting on it political last night uh, you would get a fair idea of what it was but uh, I'll just go, go back over a little bit of it. Uh, I, I'll refer to um, you know we, we normally talk about uh, you know uh, local media but I'm going to refer to uh, American media this time because uh, it was covered by uh, a, a website that is very much involved we'll say in the sort of car industry autonomy and you know uh, the electric side of things it's mainly cars but it covers other stuff in relation to it as well and it's a headline as of the 5th of November Equinor pulls out of Ireland on a 2.3 billion dollars or 2 billion to us uh, floating offshore wind farm and it was to be a 1.4 gigawatt floating offshore wind farm off to uh, Clare and Kerry coast it was the Atlantic Ocean's first offshore wind farm is what it was going to be Uh, because there isn't anything over on the state side of neither. So the plan was to turn Moneypoint coal power station in Clare, Ireland's only coal-fired power station, into a multi-billion euro green energy hub, expected to be online within 10 years and would supply power to more than 1.6 million Irish homes. 1.6 How 1.6 million, million. 1.6 million homes Correct, and just bear in mind John, this is at a cost of 2 billion euros, mm. and as I said, if you gave it inflation and called it 3, it's still less than the cost of a children's hospital yeah. to mm. yes. meet the power demands for years of 1.6 million, million homes. Irish homes So
0: 1.6 million homes would be most of the population it's of Ireland? It's a fair
2: whack of it okay? so, yeah. uh, Equinor has pulled out, and Not only have they pulled out, they've pulled out of Ireland, according to the Irish Examiner, and it was the Irish Examiner that broke this news on Thursday. Uh, And they have abandoned uh, wind plans in Ireland, quote, due to dissatisfaction with the regulatory and planning regime, as the article uh, says. In other words, red tape. An Equinor spokesperson told the Examiner, we won't comment in detail on how much the regulatory process was involved in the company decision. And sometimes comment isn't necessary if you it's come amazing. out with a line like yes, that. Indeed, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, then the government and wind industry reaction. Uh, Michael McGrath, Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform, was on News Talk. And. Uh, He says, there is a need to change the regulatory and the planning system. We are doing that. We have legislation going through the Oireachtas at the moment, the Maritime Area Planning Bill, which for the first time will have a dedicated system in place to address planning issues in respect of all maritime matters, including offshore renewable energy. Now, I'm just going to stop there. You uh, you do tell us about that. Because I'm going to refer to a man that sort of covers um, uh, news on national uh, radio and TV, Philip Boucher-Hayes, who... uh, Refers our to our
0: colleague from our team. exactly,
2: <laughs> who, who refers, and he, he has a series of tweets uh, from Saturday, sorry, from uh, from Thursday evening, and he says Equinor pulled out of the deal to build an offshore wind farm near Clare, citing unhappiness with planning regulations, and he and he says basically there is no maritime planning system here. They have been sho- there. Have been shovel-ready projects waiting to start building since 2006 or 7, but they can't because they literally can't apply for planning permission. The system doesn't exist, and it, he says they are too diplomatic to complain publicly, but in private, I've heard some choice language. Now, in 2013, the government failed to pass the Maritime Area and Foreshore Bill. Then, in 2019. That turned into the Maritime Planning and Development Management Bill. And now? The next version of it is the 2020 Maritime Area Planning Bill. The industry is waiting 14 years, and that's the 2020 planning bill, which they're hoping to get through before the end of this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And I've alluded to before that we said to get licenses and to apply for licenses, there's a lead in time. Mm. And you have to do your surveys and various other bits and pieces. So. This is all nonsense, and this this is disingenuous from Michael McGrath as a sort of politician to come out and sort of say we're doing this. They've mm. done nothing with it for the last number of years.
1: And look, look, one can add it now. Going back to the beginning of the question, Jim, the data centres. Now we were uh, following carefully the actual uh, progress of the um, project in here Ennis. in Ennis. Ennis yeah. yeah. Okay. But the government now released their own uh, indication that they think, in fact, they will cut out any more data centres. So that, you see, in, uh, that gives, a, gives them a little bit of leeway well, then. left-hand doesn't know what the right-hand is doing. Absolutely. Do. But, but, ta- but the if there is uh, going to be, or suspected that to be, a shortage of energy... Uh, in the country over the next, let's say, two months. Uh, Well, then there's no room for considering um, uh, data centres, especially when one of the big, uh, you know, project leaders in what would have been probably the supply of of power for uh, an increased number of of data centres.
2: Now, John, my point all along with this was, when was the decision made to close Point? It was made years ago
1: it was made years, years ago yeah. to close it in
2: 2025 which yes. is in four years yes. time yes. Mm. why wasn't any of this sort of literally being enacted the at the A- time A- yeah. the day that they decided they were going this lads we need to get our ass in gear and get mm. this up and running yeah. and to have it up and running
0: I mean it seems daft
2: yeah, um, it doesn't seem daft Jim it, it is. is absolutely yes. I mean it's Dallas.
0: like if you decide to, to sell your car yeah. and and you sell it and you're delighted yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, and then, then you say I've
0: like, no car yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I'd I
0: better buy another one. We're, not,
1: we're, we're facing a situation now where, the, where himself, that's the untarnished, has indicated that the government are having second thoughts about any more data centres. That's a, a euphemistic way of saying it doesn't suit us at all now, Dav.
0: It doesn't because they have mm. nothing done. They yeah. to so, prepare for it. If they
2: had it, if the if the work was done. And you, yeah. you bear in mind, we to s- the goal is to secure 80% of our electricity from clean energy by 2030. That's nine years' time. These things take time to ramp yeah. up. And you, we're, we haven't even got a,
3: a an act yet. Mm. It's not for you know? that ineptitude. There's a lot of,
2: I, I said, I, mean, I can't even say it's a lot of hot air, but it, it's yes. sort of co- cold wind.
0: And
3: you just wonder about the, the, the company. If, they, if this happened in, off, off Dublin and off Cork, um, mm. would, uh, would, would the same thing be happening?
2: Well, I don't know about that, but uh, the, the wind industry representative uh, body, Wind Energy Ireland, uh, yeah. their CEO, Noel Kniff, had comments to the examiner. He said, this decision simply underlines what we've been saying for some time. We are not reforming Ireland's planning and regulatory framework quickly enough to develop the offshore wind we will need to meet the targets in the Climate Action Plan. This is leading to a lack of confidence in the industry and our international supply chain the government must address. And the ultimate sign of lack of confidence is when you have the
1: likes of uh, Statoil or Equinor Equinor, pulling out of a two billion deal. If you think that's that's bad for the country, consider poor old PJ Kelly, county councillor, last week. Having a go at uh, the planning guidelines will be, he says, will have to be annulled or replaced. Otherwise, rural clear will be finished. What he's getting at is a farmer's son can't get planning permission. PJ's has always been on this, but the reality is apparently that he's hitting the nail on the head. So, if you can't get planning in uh, for from your dad's farm, okay, uh, you're obliged perhaps then to move into. Or into uh, population centres, and I get the impression actually that the the reactive thinking which we experience is leading us to a situation of increased urbanisation and denudation of the countryside, with your little primary schools, your post offices, your bank, all wiped, eliminated. And okay, now P.J. In fairness to him, you know his article there uh, by Dan Danaher. I think there's Dan, no, it's Park McMahon, um, about the TD's cop-on. Do you and, know?
0: And how many areas have we seen that in 50 or 60 years' time, when, when we're all gone, uh, they'll decide this was a crazy decision, yeah. that this was the wrong policy? Yeah. I mean, we look back at things like closing the railways and selling the off narrow the gauge, The narrow gauge. The narrow gauge. Do you remember gauge? the narrow gauge? I mean, you know, something like that could yeah. be used... As a huge tourist attraction, of if there were, I don't still. think
2: you'd be looking back at it in fifty or sixty years' time, John. You could, or Jim, you could be looking at it in five or six months. <laughs> the <laughs> yes. way that they <laughs> yeah. on, you know. No. Anyway, so.
0: it's um, it's it's something, and again, John, you have uh, said, and, and I think we all would would um, echo that that we really are depending on our politicians. Absolutely,
1: uh, mm. councillors up from county yeah. councillors up into the Senate up into the Dáil Mm -hmm. up into the cabinet table but this is
2: we send our TDs to the Dáil to make law yes and to enact legislation yes and another prime example of them doing neither you
3: know Eamon Ryan was on the on the television last night and um, he, he he was uh, quiz quiz on, on that issue, John. Mm. And uh, oh, he said um, he said there are seventy companies that are mad to come into the uh, IR system. And then he he, he he went down the he went down along, and he said, oh, he said we're developing the developing the East Coast first, and, and in, in five years we'll be going off to the, the Atlantic, um, the the, yes, the west the west, the west coast. Yeah. So as much as to say, tailor with again, yeah, And then I suppose uh, the young man, mm. David McWilliam, said to him, uh, uh, "Well, it looks like um, that company there. Uh, you're going to bring in and to bring in the, beginning of the laws now, and
0: it looks mm. like you're, you're closing the door when the house is gone." Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. And,
3: and so, that's
0: exactly what yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. John, you were looking. You showed us an article there before we came on air in relation to buying local. Oh
1: yes, yes and, and how good that is Yeah, it's an article uh, Environmental solutions in our own hands Says activist It's a clear delegate uh, who, is at the, who is at the COP26 conference Believes local action can go a long way In climate changing battles I know I was saying Can, can you as a an small little citizen Do you know Is this a big question? Is this something that's beyond my ken? And the argument, which she's making, which we which we've made before, Jim, yes. is that look at buy local, buy local mm. as much as you can. Having said that, I'm saying also let the local suppliers, uh, you know, not take advantage of uh, a buy Irish campaign to the negative, with the negative outcome to it. You know, yes. So I mean, if you think about. Uh, what it'll take you to drive into Ennis, park your car, um, drive into Limerick, park your car, and and you've used a lot of, of emission in the, in the process, when you could get what it is locally, if you look out. So she's saying small, small is beautiful. The bigger question will look after itself, because it's such a big question, Tommy Joe can't actually handle it, but he can make his contribution, and that's the point, alertness, awareness. That's uh, the, the essence of the 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 actual article. You know. Yeah,
3: and I suppose with Christmas coming up now as well, John. We yeah. you know we, we, we are, you know there'll be, there's going to be lots of money out and around. And uh, people buying stuff again, and hopefully we won't have a, uh, have a close a lockdown again. Yeah. And that uh, when does You know, when does uh, there'll be a lot of money around, and we'll be urging people to, to support the local craftspeople and uh, people, you uh, know, supplying vegetables and all that kind of stuff and shops. Yeah. And all that hmm. the, the
1: girl, the, the girl in question is Theresa Donoghue. I don't know if any of you know her or not. Yeah, she's, you from, know? she's from North Clare. North Clare. Yeah. She's no, she she mentioned uh, know an environment. She does mention the the um, uh, flood problem uh, that s- parts of our southeastern part of our county are prone to and we're wondering just an aside on that if we are in if the Shannon is a flooding river what's wrong with taking the surplus water out of it and bringing it to Dublin where there's a shortage of it we can sell it to them you know I mean we can uh, claim our little cut on it yeah, we're not going yeah. to
0: buy it on this one now John <laughs> well all, all all Pat would be kind of willing to debate I think would be how much <laughs> how much it would cost David Fleming would be on the same line okay, yes. if he were
3: here well, he would
0: but he, he wouldn't want to go <laughs> Yeah. okay we'll, we'll move on Pat O'Brien how do you spell the hinge <laughs> Is it with an E or an A? I thought it was with an
2: LA. Jim? LA. It's LA. LA. It's. L.A. Hinch <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. but it, it, it's,
0: it's all, our west coast uh, yeah. there seems to be some debate I know you'd see uh, particularly in Ennis I know they're at the, at the roundabout in Westburn at the bishop's house Yeah, and, yeah. and the sign and goes for L.A. Hinch and it's L.E. L.E. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah.
1: when you were growing up was that the situation?
0: no well I never knew anything except L.A. L.A.
1: now we had, we had a great a great old row down in Dingle about twenty years ago. About Luke about twenty years it's not ago. even that? twenty years? Was it not? Yeah. Over over whether the, it should be uh on Dangan, D- on Dangan D- or Dingle. D- or Dingle, Dingle. Yeah. And they had a public um vote on the on the matter. Yes. And they're going to have apparently Luke they're going to have an actual plebiscite down yeah. in the uh, Yeah. Who, who did, who'll who who'll be eligible to vote on that? Can <laughs> we vote on that? <laughs> Yeah, that's a yeah. good question now, can we? As a citizen of the county. Yes, Yeah. You I'm know? not sure. The article by Park Parik, you didn't tell us the answer to that, Now. Um,
3: Parik McMahon. Yeah. yeah and uh, um, Owen Ryan has uh, an article here in, the, in, the, in page two of the campaign as well. And um, I see there's new councillor in the um Councillor Liam Grant is there. Uh, correcting not clear signs could require
0: a public vote.
1: Yeah. Tell me something,
0: Ennis Diamond. I have seen Ennis Diamond with a Y.
1: Ennis. T-Y-M-O-N. Yeah, one. yes. T-Y. Yeah.
0: But I've seen, I thought I've seen it maybe with an I as well.
2: Well, you could have, Jim. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, of, of course, Scarif. I
2: s- yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm sort of wondering... Um, what are you
3: going to say about Scarif? The two R's or the one R. Or the two F's.
2: Yeah, or one F. Or, you know, F this, F that. So,
3: like, I'd be thinking along
2: the lines of who's... Where they... You know, is there someone in the council or is it is it the NTA that can't spell anymore?
1: No, there is. I think. I think there's oh, an agency. Where are, the, where are they getting the
2: in from? Has it yeah. been outsourced to China?
0: Not yet. Well, I can <laughs> talk about Scarif. Yeah. In that, there. If you look back on maps over the last 500 years, there's Scarif is spelled differently and at different stages. Just, yeah. There was even a K in it at one stage. Yeah. S K A R I F. I can't remember yeah, yeah. one or two F's. Mm. Um, but I think when when the the Ordnance Survey was done in the early 1840s um, who was at O'Donovan and O'Curry yeah. uh, and it, it's, they sort of wrote down uh, two R's and two F's
1: two R's and two R's yeah. and,
0: and a number of townlands as well disappeared at mm. the time for example, uh, and I know i am be familiar with Scarif, Tingaree for example, yeah. um, mm. I don't think Tingaree has appeared in any map Mm. Uh, where your Pe- your brother is yeah is, lived in Singari, yeah, whereas yeah. it's a nomad yeah. but it's it's mm. lo- used locally yeah. so I think Scarf changed and, and I think officialdom has stuck with two R's and two F's isn't there a um, play
1: on translations isn't there a there is, is I mean, am I right is, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah that
0: is
1: true yeah. mm. But Luke, um, you're very quiet about this. I'm wondering. Uh, I'm I going to remember. Tom Graney uh, or Tom Graney? I'm <laughs> trying to keep myself out of trouble. <laughs> oh, well, no. That's a good one. Yes, Tom Graney. Uh It's it's Tom, Tom It's Tom Graney in
0: the school or on the, the plaque.
2: Yes, David. David has alluded to it uh, pre, yeah. pre, pre, previously. Um,
0: and it's it's Tom Grady. So yeah. Anyway, mm. we we won't no. solve it here. I don't
3: mm. think. The no. uh, of councillor, no anyway, says here councillor Grant describes himself as A proud le- Lehinchman, <laughs> so he, 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 he said he gets very frustrated every time I drive by the road and he says, he says, that, um, he says, when he sees Lehinsh, Lee. Well, if
2: you're coming from the um, cliffside, yeah. you know, we we'll said just as le you scanner. enter, yeah, Liscanner, yeah. as you enter, just we said just at the bridge before you go in, yeah. uh, it's Le, and there's a nice lovely sticker over with, with an A. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Uh I'm, I see on both papers on both the Clare Echo and the Clare Champion in the nor- in the in the West Clare page, I think it isn't the Clare Champion. It's certainly it's on page uh I haven't got it in front of me now, maybe page about eleven or so, maybe ten. Uh our colleagues in Radio Cork Kirkboscom and uh they're uh indicating, I'd say over the last uh week or so that the the lockdown um, has been very tough on them financially, um, and you know they're going through a hard time. And I see it's the same. I see it's, it's in board papers. Yeah, Parikh has it as well it, a on page, on page uh, eight of of uh, of the of the, uh, of the Clare Echo, and it is. I suppose for like like ourselves uh Scarf Bay Community Radio and Radio Kirkaboshkin we'd be the same type of organization. A slightly and different
1: model though, Jim, I'm here in the Scarf Bay Community Radio.
0: Well in in, in, in
1: regard to a volunteer organization has all it's got to be a volunteer organization has all it's got to be very, very aware of its of its pru- financial prudence, you know if I might use that expression. And um you can only, you know, grow to a particular size and su- and survive in a in a climate like that. And I think they may have overstretched themselves. Mm. Pity. It's a pity.
0: It is. And I mean, yeah. hopefully that they will get. Great support from yeah
1: from the local people from, from their uh, listeners yes yes
0: because I mean they, they
1: provide a great service but I also in, think Jim they're entitled and uh, that's coming out in the by uh, in the remarks some politicians have made in relation to community radio in the last you know month there is a growing if you like conversation uh, uh, centering around whether community radios should be uh, financially supported by the state. Under stri- strict guidelines, of course, and I think that is uh, an objective well worth pursuing. Yes. State backing for community radio under certain conditions. I would
2: have a problem with that. Would Because you if you get the state involved with anything, it's just going <laughs> to bring in more bureaucracy and bull. Yes.
0: Mm. Right. Yeah.
2: And bring in, bring in, uh, you know. Regu- the equivalent I would give of it, and I know Jimmy is probably going to talk to it, is in relation to the credit unions, right? Yeah. I said, what credit union in the country caused the banking crisis? Not one. Not one. Right. And the amount of uh, regulation that has been brought into the credit, we said that has been brought in to the banking system, but which has had the biggest knock on the credit union system, and it's because we said they're the small guys. But they now have to do the same diligence, same paperwork, same expense as the big, I bigger, that, bigger yeah. people. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, if you if you were listening to um, News Extra earlier on today, we had the at the recent uh, function of, for their Credit Union for the launch of Jim O'Brien's book. Mm. Uh, the president of the I, uh, Irish League of Credit Unions, Helene McManus, uh, she made that point strongly that you know the the bureaucracy that, that uh, Luke speaks of. It's, choking, no. it's choking, choking. Of course, I can yeah. accept right. that. I mm-hmm.
1: wasn't thinking. Look, uh, little things like an honorarium could go uh, some way to ease the, the the constant strain. We were very lucky this year that our people in East Clare responded so positively, didn't they, in the Churchgate collection? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Jim, it's 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 sad to see them, uh, you know, in this situation in mm. in that radio. Yeah, hopefully Project. they can hopefully they, get, out of
0: it. Yeah. get out of it. Yeah, because as I said, we do cooperate with them. I mean, for example, last weekend at the at the Camogie semi-final, we had uh, Nicholas Ryn, who is their main sports, sports reporter, commentator mm-hmm. and he was with us. So I mean, we we cooperate with other community stations all the time um, in in loads of different things. But um, yeah, it is. It is. A, it is a tough, um, mm. you know, thing. environment, hope- isn't and it? And hopefully indeed. that they'll be able to, they'll be mm. able to pull through.
2: Uh, I, suppose I suppose I should qualify my statement, maybe to a certain extent, and say that if a small percentage of the licence fee that currently goes to RT was allocated to community radio stations, mm. and I know a certain amount, you know, it goes to the likes of the commercial stations mm. i wouldn't have a problem with that
1: oh well that's all uh, that, but, uh, that uh, would be but, fine but i think
2: you would find that the community stations will give you way bigger bang for your buck. it's it's mm. like mm. Every, it's mm. like yeah. every community-based organization where it's volunteer driven mm-hmm. mm-hmm. volunteers can achieve stuff with people you know put uh, get putting their head and shoulders to the mm-hmm. wheel yeah. and we'll get a lot more accomplished than what the likes of should I say, the OPW would. Mm, okay, right? fair yeah. point. You know, fair that would that, 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 be how mm, I yeah. quanti- quantify it. But uh, I, I would wholeheartedly uh, uh, hope that uh, RCB will be able to get out of their current troubles. And if they need to re- readjust things a little bit, hopefully they will. And, yeah. uh, we'll yeah. have to go up and pay a visit, Jim. We will. <laughs> Listen, it's time to take a
0: break. Pat, have you any ideas of a bit of music we might hear when uh you're usually good to come up with uh, <laughs> very you make various connections. We've two we've
3: two two musicians this week, um from uh, from County Claire with two uh, groups. Um uh, one of them is a group of a uh, family from um from Rouen, um the Shannons. And um you have Gary, he's the leader of the the Kilfanori band. And then of course everyone knows uh Shannon Shannon and our bands down the years and um, our two sisters and they are getting a special award, um, the Glow uh, Award, um, presented every year to um, traditional musicians from the county. So the, the the Shannons are getting it this year and yeah. they're having a, a big tour concert in Glow in a few weeks' time. So it's supposed to be a fantastic place to go. So anyway, we'll, we'll have uh, Shannons with the Gallery Gallery.
0: You're very welcome back. You're listening to local media this week here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. And uh, you listen to the notes there from Sharon Shannon, beautiful music, and uh, a great clear woman, of course. <laughs> now, looking at uh, the papers, and our job here is to look at the papers, looking at uh, page 11 of the Declared Champion, and it says, Rosie keeps on making waves. Pat, Rosie Foley is... Farmer up the
3: is in line to maintain her open water swimming of the year title. She won in, tw- in 2019 right stand her. A killoo sportswoman. Um, yes, yeah, she
0: has
3: is, been. She's, yeah, she's a she's line for an um, uh, open swimming uh, award. Um, she's, she's a teacher in St Enns in Killaloo and uh, she has been swimming in a good she, she has swim, swam the little of Lock Derrick that's has, right yeah. she has swam the, the, the N- channel N- the English channel yeah, with yeah. friends so she's an experienced uh, open water swimmer oh, mm. great so great the best of luck to her indeed and so the Fordy family are a
0: great, great sporting family
3: that's indeed. right yeah. absolutely indeed.
0: okay uh, I suppose the last this year has seen a, a number of notable uh, commemorations over the last 12 months uh, to do with the, the War of Independence and uh, we've had a number of them here recently in uh, in East Clare and I suppose if we start Pat with yourself and the Glenwood Ambush um, you've had, uh, albeit a number of months late, but that was because of, of the pandemic, pandemic yeah. uh, you had uh, a marvellous um, Event last weekend in at the
3: yeah. site of the Glenwood Ambush. Yeah, uh, it's just here on page nine. Uh, history jumps from pages of book on Glenwood Ambush, and there's a uh, a photograph of Thomas MacNamara who who spoke on Sunday last at, at the ambush, of the Glenwood Ambush. Um, the Glenwood Ambush um, took, um, took place on the twentieth of January in nineteen twenty-one, and uh, there were six um, RIC and black uh, and tens uh, shot at it. And um, there was a lot of um, fires and everything lit and houses lit on, on from, the, from the RIC from the and uh, and the black and tens going through East Clear. Um it was remembered um, back in in the 90th anniversary it was the first time, and uh, all the area around it was was all all done up, and no wall and new no plaques and all put up in it. And uh, there was a um, a centenary, we we'll say, the 90th anniversary was remembered at the time. So um, on Sunday last day, we had the 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 100th anniversary was remembered uh, with mass and Kitchen Church, and then down to the site, and uh, there was various people there talking um, on it, and t- including Thomas, and. Um, it went, went off very well, I suppose you you, you have to remember those things you, you I don't think you, you should be celebrating them, but just maybe mark them or remember them and things like that hmm. John what it's do nice to see you it been on again i suppose yeah, yeah,
1: what yeah.
0: Do you what's your impression of the you know the best way of of remembering events that took place, events which were maybe often most unpleasant hmm. um, tragic, even fatal um how should we remember, do you think, those?
1: That's those a very, very serious question. It is, uh, is absolutely, and you looked down at me from the head, knowing quite well I'll hop this <laughs> one on Janes. <John laughs> S- you know, <laughs> but uh, it is a serious question, and it's going to be uh, one that's, that's frequently debated next year um, in relation to the civil war, and uh, your question will be very applicable. In that context as well, okay. So Jim, um, remember we don't forget them. We remember them in song, don't we? We do. Oh, yeah. We do. yeah. Um, and we remember them with the plaques we put up. Hmm. What can become an interesting point of debate is whose names should be on the plaque, okay? Now, in some centres, some uh, remembrance um, uh, locations, Okay, I'm aware uh, that those killed on both sides are listed. And that'll come as a, a surprise to some people. You mean you'd put down the name of two, three RIC men mm. with the names of A, B and C from the Clare Brigade? Do you know? Mm you do that John and i would say yes but it's without comment it's up to the person looking at the at the plaque and looking at the list of names it's up to them to interpret what's behind this rather than being told with further paragraphs underneath you know so, Pat, you were in it, you know. I mean, yeah. not in the in the in the in the ambush, but, <laughs> <laughs> but in the in the uh, preparation, in the yeah. For well,
3: I, 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 it was debated. Uh, it was debated at Lint, I'd say, in, in in the committee over. There was uh, when they were, were putting up in, in the 90th anniversary, and uh, the decision was made that they wouldn't put any names on the on the plaque, only just put it up as a remembrance of what happened. But it, it, all the names appeared in the book. The, the, all
1: uh, the uh, names. A board size, yeah. And that book. This is. Are uh, uh, they repeated in in the new publication? Oh, all the new publication, yeah Which, is, av- which
3: is, is double the size of the old. The it is. Thing. It's yeah. a fine yeah. publication. It, yeah.
1: it, it is, and this is available now for ten. A simple uh, 10, ten euro, 10 Euros, which is yeah. very good value, and, and uh, uh, it's available. Is it in Maraids and in in, in Scarf?
3: It's, it's well it's it's available. I know that it's available around in Kirkishan and Six Mile Bridge and Toller and things like that. I don't know whether there's any Iscariff now that but we can he, he he probably will put some in Scarif Oh it yeah, on the on on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, they can contact contact Neville anywhere. The, the phone number is there on the on the on the paper. Hmm. And um I know. think we I'll were and I, 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 can get some books for anyone yeah. as well if, to, if to yeah, so we, they need
0: them. We we covered it of course as well. We did, yes. And with Pat's help because uh after the we'll say the, the formal speeches, uh Pat interviewed three uh people, uh people whose in each case whose father was took part in mm-hmm. the in, in the ambush, and it was very interesting, mm-hmm. you know. And um, it was on uh, yesterday on Saturday, it, we, we, we featured it, but it will be on podcast. Yeah, the story of the Glenwood ambush, or the not the story of the ambush, but mm-hmm. the what yeah. happened at the, the commemoration.
1: Yeah. Could I go back to your question again, Jim, do you know, which is germane to the whole period, you know, that we're kind of living through at the moment, okay. If you had a family member involved in an incident during the War of Independence, a tragic incident, okay, an ambush or whatever, it will be, I think, it'll be more challenging to answer your question. Hmm. Do you know? Um, I had a, I mean, Marie's second cousin would have been involved in the Glenwood ambush, Tom McGrath. Mm, Tom yeah. played.
3: Tom was a commander. Yeah, he yes. was a
1: commander. So and he played. He played um, uh, hurling for Clare, for Clare in the nineteen fourteen All Ireland winning team. Yeah. So um, I know there was an intensity there that wouldn't necessarily reflect my uh, feelings. Okay. Mm. Do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, I do. The degree to which you're involved, mm. family-wise, with a an, an, uh, situation is going to colour. Probably mm. b- the emotion,
0: but suppose we are commemorating. So therefore, we're a hundred years down the road. Yeah, and and maybe in another hundred years, mm. we'll still be commemorating, and maybe people will do it a bit differently too.
1: I remember being in a, uh, just my final observation on this complex question you asked, Jim. Uh, a few years ago, I was with Paddy Giblin and Liam Scully in Mountjoy. I think I told you this before. And we were in the cell that Kevin Barry was, you know, placed in the night before his his execution. And the execution chamber is right beside the cell. So it's out from the cell into the execution chamber, the hangman, okay, and the drop. And I think the number of seconds that it takes, or it did take, to take Kevin Barry, out of his cell, into the um, uh, execution cell, put the rope on, pulled the rope, took nine seconds, dead. Mm. Now, when you sing the Kevin Barry, and you put it in the context of this young medical Mm. student, you want to be made of stone, not to find an emotional reaction. Mm. Would you agree with me? Therefore, if you ask at that point in time, then, if you ask how should it be remembered mm. you wouldn't want uh, uh, Black and Tan's name beside it you know no would, okay so yeah, that's
3: uh, Les, Les Mundo would have been 101 years he, he was, he, in the first November 1920. he was he was hanged hanged on, is that? on the first Les Mundo was the first so we're, we're about
0: five minutes from the end of the show uh, we n- East Clare, Just one or two other things. The Caracal, uh oh, yeah, has loads of photographs because the the Kyle ambush was yeah, was being uh, celebrated or commemorated as well. Yeah, we had an
3: um, 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 an event in 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 Chilinina last week, and uh, there's a lovely photograph there of uh, our colleague Pat Pet Mcnamara, and he had only interview and Carol can with we'll with her microphone in with hand. hand. With her microphone <laughs> there as well.
0: Lovely photograph. Lovely photograph. And, yeah.
2: and I'm sure you'll be able to listen to the contents of what was recorded very soon. <laughs> with the <Yeah>. help <laughs> of God over the next couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. There's a uh, very, very quickly, because we need to go through these now very quickly, uh, planning application for a mast, for a phone mast in Quinn that seems to be generating some controversy down there. Uh, it says on the East Clare page, multiple objections to Quinn Mast.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Fiona
3: has the, has the the story here. Controversial proposal uh, proposed to me, communications, telecommunications installation attracts negative submissions from groups and individuals. A detailed eight-point um, submission from the residents of Quinn uh, House contends that there is no requirements for a new Mast as <coughs> As, G, as 4G coverage is widely available. So, there's a, a lot of people um, objecting, various um, residential groups around Quinn Village are uh, objecting to this uh, mess. So, I the story will go on for a while yet and see how, how it pans out. Yeah, maybe.
1: But of, I, well, I mean, it's a serious question, this. Way. I mean, Quinn is a. A, a very unique every village has a uniqueness to it but uh, there is particular mm, it's uh, in, uh, yes it has got very strong medieval you know mm. presence if you like and uh, and the objectors as i see it from the article anyway based their argument their and, and their uh, objection on size of the mast uh, the location of it within the actual uh, village itself uh, the health factor an environmental factor, and you know, really, they made an eight-point submission. I would be fully behind them. I'd hate to see this yeah. quite unique historic village yeah.
0: overshadowed. Yeah, Tulla are getting another big check pass. Yeah, one hundred
3: thousand k for footpaths in Tulla. Uh, footpaths in Tulla are to be uh, upgraded thanks to uh, significant allocation. Uh, the, uh, through the active travel um, grant um, like to,
2: be- I, Sorry Pat, I'd like to know have the this week's lotto numbers because they're doing <laughs> quite well getting <laughs> get, getting money <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, The designs are being drawn up um, uh, for works uh, due to get underway early next year around 100,000 has been allocated uh, Chairperson of the Killaloo Municipal District Councillor Joe Cooney has confirmed some of the works um, have been done in the past in Total, but some of the existing pets are now in a bad um, condition. I've been working on this issue for a number of years, and, and the funding is very welcome. So I supposed to go to see yeah, yeah, I think some of the some of the pets, uh, especially along Ashland, up the hill, and everything, are um, very poor still. Yes. So uh, I think it would be, I think Scarab has actually. Scarif has come on very well since the new, since the new, the new play of pets have been doing gym in the town and I think maybe Trollen might, might benefit from mm. something hopefully
0: and way. hopefully as well that any other works that have to be happen will happen in conjunction mm. with yeah. doing the pets rather than yeah. Scarif uh, and you'd hope
2: they'd have a few Bob and have, have it planned out properly before okay. they start they it. It. yes yeah.
0: exactly <laughs> okay so that's uh, just I, I suppose there's a couple of things we need to mention we need to congratulate Kill Lou. Um, there's um, mm. yellow and red uh, mm. colour is widespread mm. through the papers, papers today yeah. Yeah. including yeah. photographs of our own Brendan Foley yeah. mm. Uh, mm. from Scariff Bay Community Radio right. section. i was yeah.
2: sort of wondering was Porrick not able to talk to anybody else in the sort of uh, Killaloo because uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had articles with him beforehand and afterwards I mean, I'm, I'm only slagging but uh, no, fair, fair, fair play to him and uh, it was sort of reminiscent of uh, to see the amount of uh, decor in Killaloo was reminiscent, I think, of the good old days of 95 and 97. Because in fairness, if anybody was down in around Killaloo, there was uh, uh, footpaths, uh, curbs painted, flags and bunting everywhere. So it was nice to see. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very, 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 very very, very impressive. Uh, I I know there's a lot of... um, there's a lot of scarf uh, and Bodite flags and Kilkishan flags flying uh, th- th- uh, this week. We'll say in relation to the the minor fire. Is it minor or under seventeen that was? Which on Mi- as minor, minor, is minor as was under seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So
3: that's finally an the answer. Lots of flags yeah. around the place. So nice to see. Yeah. You. Great. So and we wish
1: you. we wish all the t- the teams. Yeah. You know. And e- equally uh, well, would you of course. Yeah. Yes, yeah,
3: and the absolutely. Co- the Camogis as well. You have you have three clear teams in the in the in the, the county senior Camogie final. Right. You have, uh, have Scariffaghogana playing a uh, true, true. true. No. Yeah. So S- sad, not,
2: sad not to see a report uh, on the game in the champion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and and that that a few photos, but sad to not see a report. Not see yeah, a report hopefully, no. just a an no omission.
0: Probably some kind of a blip that happened. And I suppose to finish the back page. Page 22 of the Clare Champion uh, celebrates the 50th anniversary of Derrick Credit Union, and uh, it's it's Derg Credit Union. I think has been a, an enormously successful uh, organisation here in East mm. Clare. It's it's. Provided something which was not available at the time. I mean, John, mm. you would have been working in Scariff say, before during the sixties, yeah. and you would have remembered the, the you know, yeah. how, how difficult it might be. No, no small farmer in East Clare would approach a bank. bank. No. That's right. Uh, mm. You know, or looking for a loan. That mm. was yeah. for a business person mm. or yeah. Yeah. a professional. You certainly person. needed
1: to be wearing a tie. It is.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Well, <you're And> certainly, <laughs> you certainly you might approach them You might get. It. You wouldn't get. It, no. <laughs> and of course, if your wife went to the bank for a loan, yeah. uh, she would have to come back and get your signature probably yeah. on, on her application. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, I know we went through things like that in our family where my mother looked to get uh, car insurance mm-hmm. and she was told that she'd have to get her, my father's signature, signature. on it mm-hmm. yeah. before they would give her yeah. car insurance. Mm-hmm. So the, the credit union treats every member as say, an individual, yeah. whether they're married, whether they're single, whatever. Yeah.
3: And that was a marvellous programme that was on, on Sargal and the Chronicle, the, the ladies done from, from, the, from the credit union. Was, oh, was, the, it was good the whole programme was,
1: was excellent. excellent. Yes. I, I, I listened yes. to it from beginning to end and I can see uh, a major a major now, uh, contribution to the archives. Yes. Mm. Out of that program. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay,
0: listen, lads, we need to finish. Uh John S. many thanks again. Welcome. And uh yeah. for your and Pat O'Brien. Thanks many to thanks to you too. And to you, Luke. Thanks. Jim. Now can we uh pass do you have a piece of music for us to finish? Yes, so Cra from Tuller, who's Mary McNamara's
3: uh, daughter, she won the uh, teacher a young musician of the year last uh, last Sunday and twice on televi t- Teacher her on Sunday night. Uh,
0: from Belfast, so we'll have a tune from um, for the, to finish up. Great, so that's wonderful. So listen, thank you to everybody for listening. We'll see you again next Sunday afternoon. Until then, take care, goodbye, and God bless.